0: and local every weekday with 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY this is the watchdog morning show with Howard Monroe Who's coming through the door? I think we've met somewhere before. Hello, love. Hello there. Hello, love. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Where in the world have you been so long? i missed you so since you've been gone. Hello, love. But it's nice that you are back once again Hello, with love. us. Make yourself feel right at home. I hope you plan on staying long. Yeah, we've got it's warmer in here than it is outside. I feel pretty good. It's warm. This first time in a week, I feel warm in this studio. It's nice in here. Uh, It's not nice outside. 11 degrees Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 11 at the Highlands. 13 degrees in Elm Grove, and 11 degrees at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Outside, Uh, the 11 degrees feels like five because there's a little bit of wind blowing around. Uh, As you heard Darnell say, going to be cloudy throughout the day. Maybe some snow showers coming in. After dark tonight and then continuing overnight, could have some, a little bit of things to watch out for in the early morning drive tomorrow. Daytime high will be around 24 degrees. Phone line open, 304-232-8255. And the Frio Stack Auction Service text line open, 304-214-1600. In Alabama, Bob, they are eyeing up a new potential candidate for Senate. Want to take a guess who it is? Alabama. Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. I don't have a clue, Howard. We talked about it last week. He's a free man now. Oh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban apparently is being talked about in Alabama as a potential Senate candidate. However, Joe Manchin says "Mm -mm, he ain't going to do it. Apparently Joe's good friends with Nick. And uh, Senator Manchin says that uh, there is no chance. Put that out of your mind. Nick will not run he would never run. I've known him since he was four years old. I'm godparents to his son. We're very, very close, and there is no shot that Nick Saban's going to run. But that's a story running around Alabama. Nick, Nick Nick Saban, very successful, but he's not the most famous guy that ever coached at uh, Alabama. That would be Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant, sure. And there was talk of that. The only trouble, you know what happened, Howard? Hmm. Bear Bryant died just a couple months after his last game. So there was talk that he was going to run uh, as Senate uh, from Alabama. But uh, the poor Bear, he dropped dead. Wow. Well, apparently Saban's name is being uh, bandied about in uh, political circles in Alabama. But Joe Manchin says, stop it. Just stop it. I know, Nick, and he ain't going to do that. Manchin held his um, politics and eggs event. Uh, in Man- manchester new hampshire um on friday was he spoke to that group and then he went around and did the kind of thing you think about politicians doing he stopped by a couple of diners and walked in and had some coffee and talked to people um about uh, what they're thinking about for the next political season and of course mansion is still saying that we need to find a a middle ground a moderate way we've got to stop being so divisive that far left far right have got to find find a better way. There is actually a movement uh, being put together, and it's not no labels. It's a different group. There is a group uh, that has started a draft, Manchin, and Romney movement. Jennifer Franks, a Boston-based political consultant, created the Draft Romney-Mansion Committee to push Manchin and Senator Mitt Romney into running for president on a third party unity ticket. Now, of course, Manchin has said over and over again, including at politics and eggs over the weekend he's this he's not in this really to run for president he's just out trying to talk to people and see see what they what they have to think but this event friday uh the politics and eggs was mansion's second trip to new hampshire in the past month or so And don't they have something pretty important going to happen up there here well let me think of it. hold on let me just think oh yes there's a primary there it is there's a primary in fact we are going to devote a good bit of time to that tomorrow here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, our friend Matt Robeson and uh, Congressman, uh, former Congressman Paul uh, Hodis are going to join us together tomorrow live from New Hampshire. I was talking to Matt. I said, um, I think it was 2000. I was up there broadcasting this show from New Hampshire uh, as part of, of our own program. And uh, Matt said, well, you know what, uh, Hodes and Matt are both New Hampshireites, New Hampshireians. They both are from New Hampshire. They know New Hampshire in and out politically. So tomorrow they'll help us understand what to look forward to in the New Hampshire primary. Oh, that sounds good. Unfortunately, Howard, I did my uh, farewell eggs tour on Saturday. Excuse me? my farewell eggs tour on Saturday. Oh, like mansion and the, not exactly. I went up to the highlands and went to Eaton park. They're (laughs) They're closing today. Howard. (laughs) Did you have breakfast? I did. And it was really, really good. It was kind of sad. You know, I talked to some of the the servers and they're going to go to the uh, location in uh, St. Clairsville. but it was sad, Howard. I mean, just what a great, I mean, you to me, you can't find a better breakfast. They do a great breakfast. Eaton park does a great breakfast. Um, I, I still have never been happy with Eaton Park at the Highlands since they came back from the pandemic and didn't bring back A their Sunday brunch, which I loved. They should have listened to you, Harry. And B their salad bar. They didn't even have a salad bar. And that just to me Eaton Park is a salad bar. That's and look, look what happened. They they closed down. You know, Nancy and I still go over to St. Clairs for a good bit. In fact, I think did we go this weekend? Monday last week we were over to uh, and you know what I've taken to getting anymore? I get the salad bar. All right, because I like the salad bar, soup and salad bar. That pretty much works for me. And then I get French fries and gravy. I don't know why. That's just I add that to my meal now all the time. Nancy says I get it too much. I, no matter where we go, I say, well, let me have French fries and gravy. So uh, we did. Uh, so Eaton, Eaton Park at the Highlands is still uh, not the Highlands. Well, Eaton Park at the Highlands is closed. At t- Open till today. Today. So if you want to have your final meal there. Um, Stop today. in and say, say goodbye. Stop in and say goodbye. My son asked me, Bob, uh, last, over the weekend, in a completely different context, but he's talking about some businesses in Glendale, and he said, there was a Ponderosa down there, wasn't there, once? I said, oh, yes, son, there was a Ponderosa down there once. And Bob Slider and I were there on the very last day when they shut it down. We closed them up. We closed them up. We did, indeed. And I still wish they would come back. All right, it's 8.15, quarter after the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Today is the Iowa uh, caucuses, and uh, the New Hampshire primary coming up later this week. We will talk with um, uh, Paul Hodas and Matt Robeson about that live from New Hampshire tomorrow. The Iowa caucuses are underway today. The weather is bad out there, Bob. Donald Trump, he told his supporters over the weekend, he said, listen, uh, it's, the weather is bad. I know some of you are sick. You have the flu. You have other illnesses. People are telling you to stay home. Trump said this. You need to go out and vote. Go out and vote no matter how sick you are. And if you die afterwards, you will have done an important job. I mean, that's what he said to his supporters. Vote for me and then die. That's okay. But get your vote in first. You talk about a narcissist. All right, down in Charleston, the legislature has been trying to figure out what the budget the governor justice has proposed is all about and whether it's going to work or not and how they want to modify or adapt it. We'll take a look at that budget with Sean O'Leary from the Center for Budget and Policy. That's coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. On the last talk line on Metro News, we talked about the fact that Senator Joe Manchin was at a political event in New Hampshire. And Jonathan Cott
1: is with the Manchin organization. So what are these visits all about? We accepted the invitation. We have some other invitations around the country. We just got to figure out where it's best for him to go and where he can get his message out.
0: All right, obviously, Manchin testing the waters. Keep up with what's happening in West Virginia. Talk line weekdays at 10.06 right here on this Metro News radio station.
1: Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place and prepared.
0: When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or De Carlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promonti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU
1: Medicine.
0: Bumper music is all mystery bumper music this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 819, 19 after the hour. Pretty much 11 degrees right across the board. It's a cold morning. That 11 feels like 5 with the wind blowing around. Going to get up to around 24 today with the snow coming in probably sometime shortly after dark. A little bit of snow and then more snow overnight and into tomorrow morning. So be aware of all that. Last week, Governor Justice outlined in his State of the State speech his uh, his budget and some of the, I- the uh, items that he'd like to put into that budget. I have to be brutally honest, and I think I said this last week, as I watched the speech and I tried to take notes, it was hard for me to get a handle on exactly what he was saying half the time. The governor used to put out, um, all governors used to put out a copy of the budget ahead of time. I at least did not get a copy of that ahead of time. So I've been struggling to figure out what this budget is. Sean O'Leary is with us from the Westminster Center on Budget and Policy. Five point two billion, I think, a little bit more than last year. Sean, is that a good number?
1: Yeah, Howard. Uh, thanks for having me. And I just wanted to say a quick hi to my dad, who's out there listening this morning. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a you know uh, an increase over last year. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that's hidden in the budget in that surplus section that that adds up a lot even more. Um, than, than what the uh, actual budget itself says.
0: What, are they, what kind of things are hidden?
1: Um, there's you know, Instead of spending general revenue on Medicaid, which we have to spend every year, uh, there's $155 million that's in the surplus section for Medicaid, so that's one-time money that we'll have to make up at some point in the future. Um, you know, that, that school building authority money is in the surplus section that he talked about. The fire and EMS support that he talked about is in the surplus section. The community and school set, uh, money that he talked about is in the surplus section. So this is all money that should be in the budget that's in this surplus section that's being used for one-time funds that we're going to have to make up at some point in the future.
0: Well, that's interesting. Now, that's I didn't understand it that way, so you've helped me a lot already. Uh, when he was going down his laundry list of things that he wants to spend money on, $200 million for the school building authority, um, uh, $10 million for the emergency fund, $5 million for the charter school seed fund, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those are not all actually in the budget. They're part of the supplemental expenditures?
1: Yeah, they're parts of either the supplemental or, or the, the planned surplus, which, which may or may not happen because we have a lot of budget uncertainty this year, um, particularly with potential more tax cuts on the horizon, the tax cut we passed last year has not been fully into effect until next year, um, so we're, there's a lot of. compared to past years, there's a lot of budget uncertainty, of you know where we're going to be at this point next year. Are these surplus funds one-time funds? Are we going to be able to use them? Um, are we going to have to build them into the base budget next year and have it grow even more? So there's a lot of uncertainty with this budget uh, compared to previous years.
0: That issue about are these base items that will increase or be built into the budget on an ongoing basis is one that was raised by Eric Tarr in the uh, legislature this past week. Tarr is not one of my favorite people. I want to be clear about that, but uh, probably a very legitimate question. Okay, uh, one-time money might be one thing but is this $20 million, $200 million to school building authority? Will that recur again or part of that recur again? Is this going to be something that keeps coming back and coming back?
1: Yeah, I actually agreed with Eric Tar. I usually don't agree with him very much either, but Senator Tarr and I are on the same page when it comes to this. Or are these items that are in this one-time fund something that we need to be spending money on every year? We need to be, you know, the, the school building authority money is for... Um, you know, going back and, and taking care of things that have deteriorated over time? Should we be taking care of that up front and paying for these, these school buildings up front? Um, and that would mean that we would put that into the base budget. It would be a permanent increase in the base budget instead of a surplus or a supplemental.
0: Governor proposed a couple of new tax cuts, but also, uh, and let's talk about this, complicating the budget itself is the fact that we might see the previously approved income tax cut triggers uh, kick in. Uh, When the income tax cut was approved last year, they put triggers into effect that if we hit certain